Thanks for tuning back in at the Grief Observed podcast. My name is Brad Morell, and I'm your host. I would like to invite all of you to send me an email and tell me your grief journey. I'd love to know more about who you've lost in this lifetime and how you've dealt with grief. And if you want to be on the podcast, please send me that email at griefobservedpodcast at gmail.com. I truly believe that telling our stories is a huge portion of how we deal with grief. It kind of honors the person that is lost and yet helps us find some form of healing just being able to describe our own experience. So again, if if that's you and you want to be on this podcast, give me a shout. I will put the uh, email in the show description. I'd love to have you on. This show is more about you than it is about me or anything else. This show is about the listeners. So send me that email. The reason I'm on today is I want to share something with you that I heard many years ago on a radio show. And I feel like it's so worthy to pass on to everyone. It's basically a reply. Someone on Reddit had written the following heartfelt plea. They said, my friend just died and I don't know what to do. I'm pretty sure that we've all been there. If you've lived for very many years at all, you've probably been in a situation where you've lost someone and you just don't know what to do. I want you to listen to this man's response on Reddit. Uh, The author was G. Snow. So if you want to go back and and look that up, um, his reply was absolutely phenomenal. So I want to share that with you now and... Just pay close attention, especially when I get to the part about the shipwreck. All right, here goes. I'm old. What that means is that I've survived so far. And a lot of people I've known and loved did not. I've lost friends, best friends, acquaintances, co-workers, grandparents, mom, relatives, teachers, mentors, students, neighbors, and a host of other folks. I have no children, and I can't imagine the pain it must be to lose a child. But here's my two cents. I wish I could say you'd get used to people dying. I never did. I don't want to. It tears a hole through me whenever somebody I love dies. No matter the circumstances. But I don't want it to not matter. I don't want it to be something that just passes. My scars are a testament to the love and the relationship 
that I had for and with that person. And if the scar is deep, so was the love. So be it. Scars are a testament to life. Scars are a testament that I can love deeply and live deeply and be cut or even gouged and that I can heal and continue to live and continue to love. And the scar tissue is stronger than the original flesh ever was. Scars are a testament to life. Scars are only ugly to people who can't see. As for grief, you find it comes in waves. When the ship is first wrecked, you're drowning with wreckage all around you. Everything floating around you reminds you of the beauty and the magnificence of the ship that was and is no more. And all you can do is float. You find some piece of the wreckage and you hang on for a while. Maybe it's some physical thing. Maybe it's a happy memory or a photograph. Maybe it's a person who is also floating. For a while, all you can do is float. Stay alive. In the beginning, the waves are 100 feet tall and crash over you without mercy. They come 10 seconds apart and don't even give you time to catch your breath. All you can do is hang on and float. After a while, maybe weeks, maybe months, you'll find the waves are still 100 feet tall, but they come further apart. When they come, they still crash all over you and wipe you out. But in between, you can breathe and you can function. You never know what's going to trigger the grief. It might be a song, a picture, a street intersection, (laughs) the smell of a cup of coffee. It could be just about anything and the wave comes crashing. But in between waves, there is life. Somewhere down the line, and it's different for everybody, you find the waves are only 80 feet tall or 50 feet tall. And while they still come, they come further apart. You can see them coming, an anniversary, a birthday, or Christmas, or landing at O'Hare. You can see it coming for the most part and prepare yourself. And when it washes over you, you know that somehow you will again come out on the other side, soaking wet, sputtering, still hanging on to some kind of piece of the wreckage, but you'll come out. Take it from an old guy. The waves never stop coming, and somehow you don't really want them to. But you'll learn that you'll survive them, and other waves will come, and you'll survive them too. If you're lucky, you'll have lots of scars and lots of loves and lots of shipwrecks. I hope you've been blessed by the Grief Observed podcast today. And I hope you keep tuning in 
for more guests to share their story. It's my hope that they find a portion of healing from being able to describe their story, as well as it is my hope that you find some type of healing by listening to someone that you connect with. And again, if you would like to be on the show, please contact me. It's these stories that really help promote healing in others and in yourself. Thanks again for being here at the Grief Observed podcast. I hope you've been blessed.